0: We haven't done that in
1: a long while. <laughs> I know it threw me off. <laughs> three claps. Where did that one come from? What? Three? Yeah, There's you guys three? hear that voice? Who's that mysterious voice that, that just one? came across the airwaves? Who is that? Bump <laughs> bump. Bum, welcome bum, back, Shoreline.
2: Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back, man. Uh, it's been a, a crazy, crazy few months, uh, but I am very happy to be here. And uh, couldn't be for a better occasion. Uh, we have hit twenty five thousand downloads.
0: Twenty five thousand—that's a—that's craziness. Yeah. I, I still blow my my mind. Still blow thinking about that number.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, it's uh, it it seemed unattainable. It's at one point, you know, or I never thought. We, at least I was like, oh yeah, you know, twenty five thousand. Yeah, we'll get there in a few years' time or whatever, you know.
0: Wait, I remember the, around. Just a little after this time last year, we were just barely crossing three thousand, and we hit. That was like our first ever in-person recording. We were just like laughing and joking about it, like, "Hey, we're gonna hit three thousand here soon, guys! Freaking awesome!" Now look at us, like more than eight times that amount in a year span.
2: Yeah,
1: that's pretty sweet.
2: It's uh, it's a lot. I. I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for all the listeners and all the patrons, and uh, it's it's really kind of taken a life of its own. You know, it, I was joking about this with, with Six the other day. Um, I mean, this was originally supposed to be a seasonal podcast. Like, we were going to go so many episodes and then call it a season, take a break, write episodes, do all that. And we decided to not do that because we had so much momentum that we wanted to keep that going and that's why we've released an episode every week since last august (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) it's crazy it's right i forgot i forgot about the seasonal thing i forgot all about that
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i i remember too when we first pitched it like oh let's just record 10 and call it call it quits like what shoreline was saying but
1: well, we, six, you and I were sitting in the office together, and you're like, "Hey, man, we should record these conversations we have." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that sounds cool." And then I get a text like the next morning because we were working swings, and I get to get that text and it says, "Hey, man, I've uh, made some contacts with some people, and uh, they do podcasts, and I'm um, researching how to how to set up a podcast let's know. Oh, okay, right on, man. Well, let me know what you need from me, you know, and and then next thing you know we got some of those initial. Mike's, I mean, remember, I think they were like 25 bucks off of Amazon, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. And they were... Yep. They were rough. Let's say that. <laughs> they were rough. They're they're then,
1: definitely rough
2: because of like the areas we're recording in. They would be workable at most other places. But yeah,
0: yeah, like if we were in dead <laughs> silence, like in a void like, where if nothing you, else existed <laughs> but us. <laughs> yeah, if you so wanted to record the
1: closet all the time. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, what <laughs> I had a few people tell me like, hey, were, were you sitting in your bathroom when you were recording those first couple of episodes? I was like, no, I was just sitting right in my bedroom and said, man, it sounds like you were... In your bathroom, underwater in your bathtub, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just it's because the the echo from the room. But fortunate for us, we've got Shoreline to uh, to give us the good the good news and the good info on what mics to get and what we should order. And then he works his his wizardry in the background to uh, make us sound, you know, make us sound like I got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do pretty damn good. Well, I mean, initially I had the dragon breath issues going on, but I've tried to rectify that. uh, The mic
2: helps for sure. Uh, And and yeah, but (laughs) (laughs) you've uh, you've, uh, come a long way with your dragon breath. That's good. Yeah, I think
0: we've all came quite a ways from hearing ourselves the first time. I remember how off-putting and awkward that was. I'm like, it's so weird hearing myself, especially in the headphones. Like, wow, this is awkward. This is so weird. And then totally. they're um, to going to now these and then having a little bit of a pace that we can set ourselves to. And I think one of the bigger ones is when we started getting recognized for certain things like charts and awards. That was very humbling, at least for me, because when we first started this, we didn't have any intention of even considering being recognized for something. And then just, we just get like random emails. Oh, by the way, you guys hit this chart. You guys hit this. Oh, we're not, you're nominated for this. Like,
2: what? Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's insane. Uh, And and like you mentioned, I mean, uh, the, the Veteran Podcast Awards, that wasn't something that I thought was, that wasn't even on our radar, you know, when we first started this thing, especially not within the first year. I mean, that was huge. And no, and then
1: to win two awards out of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was I, was phenomenal.
0: I, I I wish we could uh re- play back the recordings uh MVP and I had to do to get that award speed going. I think I think we've tried <laughs> like 15 times it was, <laughs> just to it get was that crazy. We were minutes sitting left. in
1: my dining room just like, all right, how do we how do we do this? <laughs> how do we set everything up? Okay, read this. All right, now we sounded too robotic and then six one time was like. Oh, I forgot the words halfway through. And yeah, I think I repeated myself on more than one occasion, just <laughs> regurgitated the same line, but mixed up the words a little bit, you know?
2: Yeah. makes makes you have a little more respect for for the people that accept awards on live television. No huh? kidding. No <laughs>
1: kidding. Yeah. It makes sense why they go up there now and, and say, I'd just like to thank my family and my friends uh, for this award. It means a lot to me. Um you know i love you all so much and that's the end of their speech you know and you're like ah, okay it makes i understand why they do it now
0: right yeah. and and we only had like a 90 second window so like how do we say thank you to everybody in 90 seconds you know it's and not just make it sound like a uh, a laundry list of names so I'm like uh crap and so that's what also led to us doing it 15 times Because on the 15th take we, we, we wrapped off so many and it still ended up being like two minutes and 30 seconds or something. And it was like, well, we can't shorten it down any further. So whatever, just throw it in see what happens. <laughs> if they cut it off, they cut it off. And they ended up using all two minutes and 30 seconds. So that was nice.
1: Yeah. That was and cool. that was nice too, that they didn't cut it off. Cause I know they put that stipulation there, but there was other, other uh, contenders for the awards that had longer, you know, thank you speeches uh, and they let them get it out. So that was nice.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to lie <laughs> when, uh, when they went live with the awards, I got real pissed
2: that we didn't win. <laughs> I got so mad. Like,
0: so I was in, I was in, uh, my bedroom at the time I was listening to all this as I was getting ready to go take a shower, uh, right. Cause I got, just got home from work when they, when they went live. And as soon as they announced the winner of best overall, everyone was messaging me like, Oh, moment of truth, man. Here we go. And as soon as they said someone else, other than us, like I just threw my phone, like God damn it! (laughs) And and uh, nine, my wife and my kids were like they come running into room, like what? What happened? What was that? Like nothing.
1: (laughs) I got I got second best. (laughs) Oh, now now looking at it hindsight, right? You know, caught up in the moment and all that stuff. But then shortly thereafter, you're like, but you know what? As long as we've been doing this, and then in the in the short amount of time we've been doing it comparatively. Um, to get second best overall in those awards is still a phenomenal feat. I mean, yeah, and, I mean and, we, and we lost to a good podcast. I mean, yeah, oh, for sure. You know, we, we can't,
2: we can only get so mad about it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, like what you guys were saying, in hindsight, for us to even be in that run, first attempt, first year, I think we just, we barely narrowed out the criteria to even be on the show right, at the time. And and it was just like, wow, man, like we really did go this far. That's pretty wild. And we seriously have every single one of you to thank Uh, you, the listeners, you, the patrons, you, the people in the industry that we're representing. Every last one of you contributed to the success. And I straight up, we can't straight up uh, thank you guys enough for getting us this far.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, without you guys, we wouldn't have got these new mac these new ish now microphones uh and uh the podcast wouldn't sound as good and uh also uh we wouldn't know that we're doing this for a good reason you know we wouldn't have the listenership that we have we wouldn't have any of
1: that so so really really appreciate all of you guys Most yeah you give us motivation to keep going you know I we i for me i really like when you guys reach out to us on social media and ask questions or give us your stories or or hey, you know, just heard you that you listen, heard about you guys listening an episode. I think you're really great. We'd like to do a collab if that's possible. And we've had some great collabs over the last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, been a lot of fun. Been very informational and and again, it just it's just motivation to keep keep going. Like, well, we must be doing something right out there. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, speaking of liter- listenership uh, interactions, usually around this time, whenever we hit a major milestone. We put it out to you, the listeners, to like throw us some questions, throw us some feedback, give us something that you want to hear us talk about. And one of the questions uh, I'm going to jump ahead and highlight some of them. One question they asked was, um, "What are some of your craziest listener stories that you have heard?" Hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I I want to say for me anyway, the one of the craziest ones I've heard was the, the, how do I say? They were going to service the lav and it was frozen, frozen solid. And he's chipping away at it with this, this six inch screwdriver. And then he, he breaks this, the, the ice cap and it all just dumps right on him.
1: The, he broke the ice plug and uh blue juice everywhere. <laughs> I can smell it you know what's weird is every time somebody says blue juice that's I smell it Ugh. Ugh. gross it's gross <laughs> yeah. man it's so gross every time I would have a lab job come up I'm like I'm just going to M.E.L. that don't have the time to work on that today or you take one of the uh, junior guys who likes to take a lot of smoke breaks like, hey man I got a, I got a job for you oh, okay what's up yeah yeah just go take care of this one task okay sounds good <sighs> doctor <Woo>. bullet
2: <laughs> yeah i'd say anything anything with a laugh uh is is the winner <laughs> like like if you have a laugh story we want to hear it but we don't want to hear it
0: yeah it's one of those like what happens next but then right. you can but you can already tell it's going to be something horrific so you kind of don't want you want to just block yeah, that it's, part a, it's out. a
1: train wreck right you you can't you don't want to look at it but you can't turn away for some reason yep <laughs> yes yep exactly <laughs> Uh, Something morbidly satisfying about it. <laughs> You're just happy it wasn't you. That's the thing. I think that's what it really is. You're like, man, that looks like it sucks. You know, thoughts and prayers. Really glad it wasn't me, though. <laughs> totally. Thank God. Yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, let's see here. Another question that we got was a was um, what's the funniest, craziest thing you guys have seen on the field or in a deployment setting? Who, who wants to go first on that one?
1: <laughs> uh, I'll go first. So uh, we're in a deployed location and we've got uh, we've got different entities out there for different parts of the systems. Right. Um, we'll call them payloads for this for this podcast. And so we had a payload personnel out there. And so they had to go arm the payload. Uh, uh, throw a switch essentially on the payload. And, and we were telling him that, you know, he had asked us before, like, Hey, what if, if comms goes down, you know, and we're launching the bird, how do we maintain comms? I said super easy, man. There's actually a backup, uh, backup microphone system on the, uh, on the aircraft. I said, really? I said, yeah, you see these little flat disc right here with all the holes in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the backup. So if your handheld goes, goes down, Uh, You just go up and talk into that. Oh, okay, awesome. So, some time goes by and this and that, and we get the air crew and the rest of us on the launch crew. And we I'll never forget this day. And he – we get out there like, all right, today and this launch, we're going to tell him that, we, you know, we're all going to be standing on the side like we're listening on our radios, but we can't hear his radios coming across. And so, the (laughs) the air crew is the same thing. So, he's looking and the air crew is like putting both hands in the air, shaking their head and tapping their headsets like they can't hear he turns around and looks at us and we're all like with our handhelds to our ear and we're shaking our heads that we can't hear him. And so he kind of like, what do I do? And so we point to the point to those flat discs. Right. And, uh, and he, you know, to go use that. And he goes over there and he, you know, he puts his mouth around, and he goes arming. And then we're with our heads still the handhelds. We're like, nah. And he goes arming. <laughs> and then, and then we're still there. We're like, you use your man voice louder. And he gets over Armor oh my god dude i just fucking fell on the ground i was laughing so hard and he goes what's so fucking funny we had him yelling into the static ports <laughs> <They were> microphones <laughs> that was one of the i'll never forget that for 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 as long as i can is my brain still good you know man that shit was that shit was so comical i think about that quite often and i laugh just as hard every time
0: so uh, not, my, <laughs> not my story, but similar but different experience is we would have some, someone do that exact same thing. But instead of the static ports, there would be like this horn on the bottom of the aircraft. And we'll tell them, like, hey, that's a microphone that feeds directly into the pilot's headset. And so he's right there with his lips on this horn. Say, like, whatever it is, you got to say, pilot or, what, or a, ground, a, a ground crew to pilot or some shit, putting his lip full on on this horn. And it's like, he he can't hear you, man. That horn is actually the piss drain tube from the pilot's seat (laughs) to to the outside. So here he he is, lits on this thing and everything like, pilot, ground crew to pilot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, that's the best. That's the best. Well, that's fucked up. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm picturing it, though. I've seen it happen before, man. It's just it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Now, now there are times when we'll have pilots who are not so great. Right. And we'll do something fucked up. Well, we'll take that that uh, drain horn. and we will flip it. In the opposite direction where it's facing the direction of flight instead of away. So when the air comes in, when they're flying, it's going to send air up the tube. So here they go to go relieve themselves in this piss tube and the air is rushing
1: in. So their piss
0: just flies all over the cop.
1: <laughs> oh, God. The worst part about that is you, you can only do that if you know that bird's not coming back to your, the same station it left from. You got to send it downrange to somebody else, man. Yes. Because you're going to be the one cleaning it. It's <laughs> everywhere. Uh, okay. So, so for my story,
0: uh, as far as the craziest thing I've ever seen, this was, we're in the field, and this is one of those, like, uh, like dark, zero-light operations. Like, there's, if it's not, uh, um, what's it called, infrared or black lights, it turns off, like, completely. Like, we weren't yeah. even allowed to use red lights. That's how dark they wanted it.
1: Yeah, NVG ops only?
0: Yes, that's it. And yep. it got so dangerous to the point where, like, we couldn't see where the planes were, so they started giving us night vision goggles. Makes sense and so here we are we got their night vision on we think we're all cool splinter cell type people we see the planes fly away and we just so happen to be looking around with these because some of us have never messed around with mbgs before so like i can see everything like if any of you have ever tried it if you put night vision goggles on even like the stuff uh cabela sells at like at one of their stores and you look up to the stars you see trillions upon trillions of stars, because that's just how sensitive they are to light. Anyway, we're looking around, and we see off to the corner. We see like like uh, two people sneaking off around the corner. We're like, what the fuck's going on? And we we round that corner to see who they were, and there there they are getting it on in the corner in the dark. <laughs> just like <"Damn. laughs> ah okay, just gonna go ahead and leave now. You oh, guys realize man. you're on an airfield, right? <laughs> we just let them do their thing. Like, whatever, man. If they're, yeah. if they're sneaky enough to try to do it in the dark where there's potentially planes landing, by all means. Go for it. Go for it. Go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> when you get the urge. <laughs> right. How about, how about you, Shoreline? What was the craziest thing you've seen in the, in the field in your place?
2: I would say probably... Uh, I, I've got a, a story similar to, to your guys' first one. So we were... Sitting there on a stage at a festival, and <laughs> this this was just funny to me. So we're sitting there, and and I'm running patch, so I'm just plugging everything in, making sure the stage is running properly. Um, my monitor guy, who's controlling what the band hears, uh, he has a radio that goes to our front of house guy, which controls what the audio hears or what what the audience hears. So he once the band started playing started messing with the front of house guy my monitor guy did and he would whistle into into the radio so he would so the front of house guy would think it was feedback so then he's you just see him freaking out like like grabbing his headphones listening to all the different mics being like where is that coming from oh my god and he's he's like freaking out And it's just, it's just my buddy whistling on the radio. And then, and so like he, this carries on for like the first two songs and he is just like red in the face. We're outside. He's like sweating. It was great. And then all of a sudden Oz, my my buddy Oz makes eye contact with him and is just like, he waves at him and whistles and, and. He points to the radio and he goes, and and you just see the disappointment on um, on <laughs> <laughs> rolling off of the guy. It was going great. Like,
1: god damn this, it! It goes from flushed red to ghost white. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, oh my god. Uh,
2: the other the other story um, that I think is really fun. So I was doing the show, and you know we load in. It is hot. I mean. It was 117 degrees outside. It was probably 120, 125 on the stage because it's all black and it was enclosed, and it was rough. And I'm the monitor guy, and I'm like deliriously hot. I'm there all day, right? Um, well, we're we're getting the show started. Like two songs in. Not even joking. There's like 16 people at this entire show. Like it is. So poorly attended. Um, It's out in the middle of nowhere in eastern uh, Washington. And it was brutally hot, like I said. And all of a sudden, out of absolutely nowhere, I have no idea where this guy came from. This man in a bacon suit comes running up and is just dancing on everybody and it was just the most funny thing i don't i don't know why i lost my shit when i saw that i was just like like it, it just with the weather and everything it was just great uh that that moment came to mind when you guys uh mentioned funniest thing so um, <laughs>
0: Making pancakes, uh, making bacon pancakes. Exactly. <laughs> that would have been hilarious <laughs> if he said that shit.
2: <laughs> but, but, I mean, he, he was, you know, running up on everybody, just fucking dancing on them in, in this giant bacon suit. I mean, it was like, have you ever seen the banana suits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like that, but bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, has there ever been a time where you have spoken up yourself in a situation and then later felt that maybe speaking out was a bad idea due to repercussions from your management or your peers? Ooh, that's pretty serious. Um, I'm going to say for myself, I would say yes to a point. And reason why I say to a point is because it wasn't that I spoke up for myself. It's how I spoke up for myself. <laughs> and MVP can vouch this for me. There are times when When so much stupid comes your way, you just lose all discipline. Jocko, you heard this discipline. (laughs) That wasn't very disciplined of you. And that's when the frustration really shows like, you piece of shit. You know, the knife hands come out. And after the fact, you're like, maybe I shouldn't have yelled at him like that. (laughs) You know, maybe I should have came off just a, a wee bit nicer. But at the same time you're like, well, it happened he needed to hear or she needed to hear it. It is what it is. I'll deal with
1: it. Uh, for me, it was where like six said but it comes it's all the stupidity it comes at you from different angles. So it just breaks you down right You try to handle it in a professional manner but over over the course of just getting beaten down by stupidity I, I chose to respond with stupidity i.e okay, I'm gonna just give you the answer like you guys are giving me. I'm going to turn around what you're giving to me and respond to you accordingly. Um, But that only goes so far when you reply all mistakenly in an email that goes all the way up to the uh, VP Mm -hmm. and, and some high USG governmental officials. Uh, You get some people knocking on your door of your office pretty quick after that. So that was, that was mine. We're like, Oh, son of a, I'm like, how the, and I'm thinking to myself, how the did they find out? And as soon as they leave, one of my, one of my people turned to me and like, you realize you reply at all. Right. And I was like, no fucking way. And I go look at my email, like, so oh, man, open mouth, insert foot, dude, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ooh.
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, and that's, that's v- uh, very recent, uh, very recently Did that happen?
2: Damn.
1: Damn. Yep. That's a, uh, that's rough. I can't say I've ever regretted
2: um, speaking up for myself. Uh, I left, didn't leave a, a company, but I, I, I started working for other companies earlier this year. And a large part of that was because of how things were happening at, at the previous company I was working at. And you know, that was me basically just saying, hey, I'm I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And it's actually worked out much better for me um i can't say i've been in a position where speaking out or holding people accountable has uh has has not either benefited me or put me in a position to go do other things
1: uh that i enjoy more right so i I guess i would add to that i i don't regret what i what i did you know calling certain individuals um less than acceptable humans with minimal brain power <laughs> um, to put it politely, you know, and in the, in the all hands email that I sent that I didn't mean to reply all uh, I meant for it to go to a couple of individuals who, who would have agreed with me. But the unfortunate side is that some of the people that I was calling those names and I called them out by name in that email, they went to them directly. Uh, so yeah, I don't regret it. They needed to hear it, but um just should have validated what I verified before I sent, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but now to wit, because of that, right. It takes a little bit of time to uh, rebuild that relationship, so to speak, because regardless of how uh, inadequate they are in their jobs, you still have to work with them. Yep. So uh, it takes, it's going to take a little bit of time to, uh, especially if you need something done, right. If you go to them, Hey, I need you to review this document because you're part of the signatory or whatever on it they're going to go yeah i'll get to it fucking whenever i feel like it's not my problem you know what i mean Mm -hmm. right whereas if you had a better more professional relationship they would probably probably get to it quicker than they would now (laughs) right but you know what i mean at the end of the day though i kind of look and i was thinking about it and i was talking with my counterparts and they're like yeah but if the documents awaiting release because they haven't signed it yet and they're just not signing it out of spite. He goes, that's ultimately going to come back on them too. So he goes, everything you said in the email, they would just prove you right. I was like, you know what? That's a good point.
0: Right. Um, so. What I have learned by doing that is I've figured out ways to tell you that you're sucking at your job, but in a more HR friendly way. If that tactful. makes full tactful, there it is. Yeah. Tactful, right? like instead of saying you fucking suck get your get your shit together it would say something like your your lack thereof or inability to bridge gaps is hindering our ability to accomplish the assigned task or project and if i say that in an email like i don't know what those are to to the senior executive side but it implodes their brains like it sends them full into the code red like they're doing what now <laughs> cuz when they yeah, use, anybody who can
1: read between the lines and understands that verbiage is going to go. Something's wrong.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you out there, if you say words like "inability" uh, or "impeding" and "assigned task" in in the same sentence, it will destroy people's brains. Like, like bean counters galore are freaking like,
1: like blowing up. If you up. say their actions are 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 lacking and inadequate to the point of driving cost of repair up for X, Y, and Z reasons. When you, when you put that driving up cost, just those three words in there that, uh, that rings a lot of, a lot of, you know, seven alarm fire, <laughs> fire, yep. uh, stations coming out there, you know? Yep. yep. And
0: like that, that, that puts blood in the water and sharks will come. I swear, you know? So, um, I don't regret it. I mean, they needed to hear it, but now I've learned to say things a little bit more of a tactful way. That not only puts the point across, but now it turns on the brains of all these senior execs or all these senior bean counters to now put eyes on that person. It's like, also you're the reason why we're not having things done, right? Instead of just like, oh, okay, yeah, business as usual. We're having the usual ups and downs and the trends and all this shit. But now that you've pointed a specific uh, reason, now the blood, the the blood's in the water. So long, long, so, long explanation. For go ahead, that sorry. One. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was gonna say, so to add, to, to add more on top of what you're saying, I have a dictionary at my desk, uh, for, for this specific reason. So if I had to give you any advice on it, if you're about to explode, uh, go take a lap around the hanger, come back, open the dictionary, and then proceed to, uh, type your email, get your mind clear a little bit, let the rage subdue. And then, uh, and then turn that rage into turning the pages of the dictionary and finding those words as Six had said mm-hmm. and uh, composing a well-written email and and then letting the email do the work. Totally.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, okay, so this one's a little bit more, another serious question. Uh, with supply chain issues becoming more and more common, do you foresee many more engines and aircraft becoming orphaned And. Have you seen shop wait times increase because of this shortage?
1: Ooh, let's see. Okay. I see that daily, weekly, right now with certain, um, <clears throat> certain, uh, specifically chemicals, mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe hazardous waste material that we, uh, use mm-hmm. on the program, uh, that are necessary for the operation of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, we are running into, supply chain issues and uh it's becoming a a big problem and we're also you know competing with other other programs and assets out there that you know you think your program's number one within your organization but but across the globe you might be number five and that's what we're finding out. Yep. Uh that there's so so due to you know COVID and all that stuff whoever the manufacturer of these components are, I've either lost people, laid off people, maybe like barely scraping by um, just to keep the doors open, but their production rate is down and thereby slowing down the delivery to, for the, for the demand. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We see that. I see that on a daily, weekly basis and there's constant meetings and okay, you know, we're, what we're kind of doing now is okay. We have this maintenance coming up. Can we, do a overall inspection of whatever it is, and then determine that it's still operationally sound enough that we can leave it alone, thereby not requiring the use of this to keep what we do have in supply for emergency cases only. Mm-hmm. And we're also working with an engineering to extend beyond your, know, your 10% overflies and things like that. And, uh, and working with engineering to cut um memorandums and directives to allow for continual flight as long as it's safer flight type deal.
0: Right. And I also, that's,
1: that's something we're doing.
0: I also see this along the lines of like, like consumable materials, like stuff that you just normally would think that they're stocked up on, like, like, uh, O-rings, filters, um, common one-time use items. Now, Certain places they'll they'll have each company will have like a certain stock of stuff for a particular customer. And some customers are better than others in predicting how much they're gonna need. So they'll just buy up a uh, a set amount. And most others don't have a dedicated supply chain to, to give them their stuff they need. So um you could have like a place, like say, let's let's say Home Depot, for instance, and they have like 12 customers, and each of the 12 customers bought their own stock of stuff. And then here comes you like say, Hey, I need such and such parts. They have it, but they don't have it to give to you because it's already been bought and paid for by someone else. So now you're, now you're asking one of those 12 customers to give you one or to buy to, for you to buy one from them, but they already have theirs planned out. Like this is how much we need. And this is how much we're going to need to extend or, or survive for however long. So they're just not willing and able to give it to you. And you're just sitting there in frustration, like it's there, it's right there. I know, I just need one. And
1: well, and in my realm, what I'm learning with that too, right? Is like, hey, can we buy one of those from you? Uh, no, because we planned, right? It's not our fault you didn't plan, right? This is for our program's continued uh, product- productive operation. But what I'm also learning is that if there's a higher priority program out there and they didn't plan as well Mm -hmm. because they're higher priority, they come in and say, Hey, we'd like to buy one of those from you. And you say, no, they go, okay, well now I'm just taking it. So, and then, then you lose your stock because a higher priority program, um, will get what they need. Right. Just by who's running, running those said programs. Right. Right. And where they rack and stack within the, uh, within the order of, uh, operations yep. trying not to give away too much information but but that's that's kind of the case um we're also i've learned recently man this question really hit home uh also have learned recently and and we have a a an actual corrective action out there six um we've identified that if your program or if your assets operate in multiple locations and you have stations around the country around the globe whatever the case is we've figured out that the con- there was no contingency stock Ooh, identified. There it is. There's a so, the red
0: squared right there.
1: Right. So the contingency stock is supposed to be for your non main base of operations, right? Mm-hmm. You have a stock that's for your main base of operations and your contingencies to feed out your, your off-site, your off main base uh, or main area of operations uh, sites. Yep. And, and so what we happen is our supply bled down we're like, okay, well, where's, like, Why is our main supply? We haven't done that much work here to, to burn up all that stuff. And they're like, yeah, but we did all the work at this place and this place and this place. And you're like, yeah, that that's taken from the contingency. Uh, we don't have a contingency. Oh, son of a bitch. All right. Well, we got to figure that out now. Here's your corrective action. Damn. Like why we didn't have that, you know? Yep. So it's in would have never have known, right? If if you know, Rona and all that BS didn't happen. It might've never reared its uh, ugly head that, you know, we never found the, the found a hole in the system. Right. But uh, because all, again, with COVID, so many things within, within how we uh, operate have been affected that we're finding, man, just, just uh, faults here and there. Just, all the wickets have been you know, lined up the holes in the Swiss cheese all lined up and we're, we're falling straight through. So, yep,
2: totally. And it's, it's affecting every industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know personally, so I'm, I'm less on the install th- side of things now, but I, I used to work for this company and I, I know they have some gear for jobs that are currently getting completed that is on back order for up to six months because the semiconductor shortage and all the other things that, that all these shortages have caused, you know, it's, it's, it's hitting everybody.
1: Yeah. And well, to add to that, to add to that shoreline. So uh, Kool-Aid and I went to go buy a couch on black Friday. I think they told us four or five months for a couch. For you a know day. what I mean? Like it's not just, not just aviation parts and, and, uh, you know music industry and all that stuff it's it's just even furniture Every, yeah. everything and and if you live in california uh you know probably all that stuff sitting out in the harbor of long beach right now <laughs> rusting and getting corroded away and probably probably been inhabited by a family of seagulls at this point <laughs> but yeah you know just that's 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 just some of the issues with it it's where we're at right now
0: it is what it is right now I hate saying that phrase, man. It's like one of the I biggest know. pet pee phrases of mine. It is what it is. Like, oh, give me, give me something else. But yeah, just make up a story.
1: Uh, but man, you try so you try going through so many avenues to try to get a problem solved, and you just hit hit a massive wall no matter where you go. And eventually, you just like, I'm just going to drive myself insane here because I'm still dependent on somebody else to do their job. And if they're basically going, nope, I, I'm stuck, and I don't want to do anymore. Yep. And then at some point you just go, well, it is what it is. Somebody higher than me is going to make a call somewhere and something will get done. Yep. Uh, as, as terrible as it is to admit defeat like that sometimes. Because that's kind of what it feels like to me is when I say it is what it is. And I say it, I'm guilty of it. Um, But it's like admitting defeat.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, let's see. What has been your favorite esp- episodes or episode moments?
1: Ooh. I really got to dig for me. For me, for the past year, um, one of the my my favorite time was when all three of us got together at your house six for that weekend, and just sat around the table and recorded numerous episodes. But just to be able to sit face to face like that and actually feed off one another and see that you know the other was smile and laugh and it just it was that was really good. Most
0: definitely. Uh, that is definitely one of my higher moments, like probably my highest moment was like, we're just here, we're together, we're actually con- uh, conversing, having a great a great time. And for for those that record in person, it's very different when you guys record remotely because you don't really have that connection. I mean, we're talking together, we see each other on the screen and stuff, but it's so much different when you're in person and you'd be amazed just how much you guys in- sync up when you're in person, like when when we did this in person, like what uh MVP said, we were just laughing. Like a solid 30 minutes each episode prior. We're just laughing, having the stupidest conversations. It was great. Uh I would say another one of my favorite moments, this is again another in-person, was when we did that collab episode with Dick Talk and Moses. Holy shit, that was, oh, yeah, that
1: was funny. Yeah, that, that was, was really hilarious. funny. Them girls are them girls are hilarious. <laughs>
0: I went into that episode recording thinking they're just going to like put us on the spot and we're going to be just blushing the whole time where they'll like drop some kind of nugget of knowledge and they'll just stare at us. Like, so would you have to say? Mm, like,
2: uh
1: That's funny. Liquid? Yeah, but really, it was, it was really cool. Just sitting around having a, having a glass of whiskey and, and just talking about whatever, you know?
2: Yes.
0: Most deaf. And I Collabs are always going to be one of my favorite things to do just because like we're bringing something, another element into what we're doing. And it's nice to just bounce off ideas that are just similar, but different to what we know. And yeah, like those, those are my favorites. Whatever we do collabs or bring a guest on, those are like my favorite moments because we're either bringing someone that adds more to what we already have been saying or just throws in the element, which we never covered yet.
1: Totally. Yeah, and, 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 every, and every collab we've done has been that way. They've all been informative of, you know, we had the one, um, was it the plaid jacket philosopher out mm-hmm. of Canada? He's in, he's in the mining industry, right? Yep. We, I learned a lot about what goes on in the mining industry there. Right. Yes. Um, totally. Oftentimes, they're, they're, the issues they have are... The same issues we experience in aviation or even in, in the music industry is, you know, Shoreline's part of um, just. You you realize that, that all industries, while while different, have a lot of the same same issues in the background. Right. Yes. right. Oh we just God, talked yeah. about with supply <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or, or personnel or management or, you know, you name it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid is everywhere.
2: It is not industry exclusive. <laughs> like it is, it it's, is everywhere. It's very true. We should, we should make, make that sure into a that bumper one. sticker. This just as stupid as everywhere. We should make that a bumper sticker. <laughs> stupid is <as> everywhere. <laughs> I see stupid people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I kind of have to, I kind of have to agree with, with all of you guys. And in, in my, one of my personal favorites uh, is also a, a collaboration we did. Uh, less of, less a collaboration, more of a guest we had. Um, when we had Hot Wings on, Um, and just learning, she was, she was a very, very fun guest and it was just one of those, it was cool to see how life is kind of in another, in another country and, and you know, to have somebody else's perspective that, that is from, you know, around the, you know, halfway around the world, you know, that was, uh, that was a really good time. And I really enjoyed, uh, her as a guest and it was just, it was just fun. Um, yeah, we def- anytime we can do that, I, I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, we definitely need to bring her back on. She was a blast.
2: <laughs> I, I will say that my my other favorite, um, is anytime my dad asks me questions about the podcast because he, he listens every week. Uh, so oh, I, that's it? cool. Yeah. He, uh, he listens on his way to work every Friday. So, um, I always appreciate that. So, shout out, dad. Love you. Woo-hoo.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Shoreline Senior. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if my I know my parents were listening at one time. I don't know if they listen anymore. The only thing they would ever tell me is I think you curse too much. And I'm like, "Where do you think I learned it though?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause, like you guys are saints over there. Jeez, you're Listen, you guys curse up a storm just cuz you dropped a hot dog on the ground like, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
2: yeah that's, that's my dad he's cursing he's he's cursing in his car on the way to work thinking about work
1: <laughs> yeah i mean that's what normal people do <laughs> and 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 i i well my 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 dad's retired now but i assume he still curses every day uh just you know because of something and my mom still works so i assume she's cursing on the way to work every day uh but but to pretend you're not you know like okay Oh, high and mighty over there.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: This reminds me of those negative comments or negative reviews
2: we got. Uh, I was just going to say, I think this is my third favorite moment.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, you guys are a bunch of unprofessionals. All you do is cry moan and bitch about work and cuss and this and that. I'm like, welcome to aviation, bro. Like, If you've never had or experienced or done any of these, did you even... Work, man?
1: <laughs> yeah, did you show up to work at all? Because the ones are like, Man, this this place is the best, and there's no place better than this. And you're like, Yeah, well, it's easy for you because you don't do anything here every day. And <laughs> right, they won't fire you for some reason. I don't understand why that's the case, but but the rest of us, uh, this is a normal part of the day.
0: Right. Uh what was the there was this one meme that I saw. It's like, it's easy to look sharp when you don't do anything.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oops, yeah, it
2: was it was so fun. Just all of our reactions to those comments, I think, was was
1: one of my favorite things.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: uh, who, we had somebody, uh, Six, responded to them on there. I don't remember who, who it was. I think it was, uh, to add in another favorite time, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out their favorite call sign I've heard so far. On the show, and that's been Buns. Buns, that's still my yes. favorite. <laughs> buns is still my favorite, man. And just for the story of how I got it, too, you know. But <laughs> with the Buns, did he get on there and re- respond to some of those people? Somebody got on there that we had on the show, and they got on there and and like just w- with a tactful wording, cut them to shreds. You know what I mean? I love it.
0: <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, it was not Buns. Uh, matter of fact, it was Brian. Uh, one of the guys who is responsible for us even having the show, he actually has oh, his yeah. own show now about uh, surf fishing. Uh, it's like, oh, finding, nice. It's called Finding Demo, which is freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. So he he actually got on he just ripped them up. It was hilarious. And then this other guy jumps in. I don't remember his name, but he goes in there and just freaking tears them up. And they just tag teaming, blowing these dudes up. It was hilarious. <laughs> so that that's definitely a, a top favorite moment. Okay, uh, here, let's do one more question. We'll clo- close this part out of the Q&A. And I think it kind of leads into the rest of this episode. It goes, um, what are your plans for your podcast in the future?
2: Ooh, heavy. I would love to see us do more collaborations. I would love for us to continue to have the same interaction that we have on discord just with, with more people, uh, And anybody that is interested, uh, you can subscribe for, I believe as little as $1 and uh, a month and, uh, you have access to our discord. And I, I just think we have a lot of fun in there. Um, so oh, yeah. getting that interaction up would be great. Also, um, I would love to do a couple of like little seminar things or like, like show you guys how I edit an episode. If you guys are interested in that, just let us know and we'll try to make it happen. Um, eventually I would love to do a
1: live in person, like show. That's where- what I was going to say. I was like, I get up to a convention or something, which we already had planned and then the Rona's, but right. Um, yeah. To get out and do one of those live, uh, face to face, bring some people in for that and talk. Um, I would like to travel. I would like for us to get together more. Mm -hmm. Um, I know life just gets in the way, but, uh, that would be, my goal would be able to travel or to travel to some of our people we want to do collabs with. Um, and then, you know, we have listeners from all around the world, man, just if we had the time and the the funds, but the time to Hey, we're going to head over to the Philippines and like, we'll be here for, you know, three or four days. And we'd like to sit down and record a couple episodes with our listeners and then go over to Switzerland and do the same thing and then head down and do one with hot wings, you know? And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah. I think that'd be, that'd be fantastic.
0: That'd be such a blast. Uh, I know for a fact with collabs, we at least got three, three lined up in the near future and nice. And, um, uh, we still we've we've pitched it out and it just didn't work out because of shift changes and whatnot. But I most definitely would like to get a good representation of women mechanics on the show, just so it kind of shows that we're not just talking about what men go through because what women go through in in any industry is a, is a world in and of itself. It totally. just is. And having those women that we had lined up to come on the show would have been freaking fantastic.
1: It'd be hilarious. Yeah, it was going to be called Flight of the Valkyries, right? Right, and we actually had
0: a merch line signed up just that was inspired by them, and we're still we still have that out. We just haven't really been pushing it as hard because we wanted them to be the front run of it. Like we did, we're doing this. We did this because of you, and we want you guys to have first dibs in everything that has to do with it. No, nothing sponsored or nothing, but we're just saying like we made this because of you. Totally. Yep. Uh, like what Shoreline was saying, I'd like to do a live show. I'd like to have a seminar. I, at one point, we even thought about having just like a virtual conference almost at one point. Um, yeah. That's a little bit of a logistics thing, but we're I'm totally down to do this because there's so much knowledge and information that can be put out there for people who are already in an industry or people who are thinking about coming into an industry that just don't have the ins and outs of what's relevant here and now. And by all means, like if we have to just host it on a discord channel for like an hour, we're totally down to do that. Uh, it's just a, ma- a matter of the interest that brings in because with all things considered, especially in a, in a seminar and a conference thing, it's about who's going to show up because then if we're going to make this effort to make it good and make it informative, it's, it's kind of defeating the purpose if it's only just going to be for three people. And then that can just be more of a one-on-one thing. Right. Right. Um, yeah. they're just, there's just so much stuff we got going on and we have planned and it's really just hinging on a, the schedules of how things are going now. And then what's the, what are the limiting factors are there? Like say with technology, because we're still going with remote everything. So right. live event stuff is very few and far in between. It's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah, I can
2: attest. It's getting there. <laughs>
0: But like with all things, you know, like when, when it shuts down for a while and you try to turn it back on, it, it takes a minute for it to spool back up until its normal operating rate. So we're, we're getting we're, we're doing those things. And if you have any suggestions or questions you guys want us to do, please reach out to us. We're all about getting that feedback. We're all about reaching out to you. We're all about interacting with you because this is for you. Ooh, that sounds very sales pitchy. Exactly.
2: No, totally. No, it's, it's for the people. <laughs> but by but the people, it's true. Right? Yeah, it's true though. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's definitely been a, a very fun ride, and it's uh, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the stuff we got in the works. So.
0: Most dev. So do do we get like a silver trophy like we do in PlayStation Man for hitting twenty five?
2: <laughs> man, I, uh, I we have two golden mule that are. Sitting around somewhere, so I'll, I'll, I'll right. take those. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: Those two, are those trophies are freaking amazing. Broken jarhead yeah. and and Travis, thank you guys so much for that. Like, I stared at it all the time. I'm like, fuck yeah, man.
2: So for those, I was of you just that looking at the know, coin the
1: other day that we got the challenge coin for the awards. Yeah. I was just looking at that the other day. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, the the reward
2: for for the veteran podcast awards uh, were were golden. Mjolnir. Is, if you don't know what Mjolnir is, uh, go watch Marvel movies. But uh, it's Thor's hammer, and it's 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 awesome. It's pretty dope. Like, yeah, they're pretty sweet.
0: I'm not gonna lie. Like I, when I got it, I was just like look at me. I'm double hammering, <laughs> double fist. <flimmed. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it feels pretty good in the head like fuck yeah man hell yeah it always makes me want to throw it just because you know you already got that thor feel but like i should probably
1: i should probably not do that (laughs) but but you know it's not going to come back to you yeah or actually or will it i don't know try it Uh, it will or will it (laughs) (laughs) man if, if we end
2: up with with the correct amount of resources uh maybe we maybe we split this into two podcasts and we have like a i think it'd be fun to have like this obviously cancel for maintenance that'll be its own thing but then uh we should do like a marvel one or like a a comic booky one cuz you guys don't understand how many conversations we have offline about shit that does not pertain at all to anything we talk about on the air like <laughs> heck yeah right <laughs> and we've actually been releasing
0: those as bonus rounds to yep. discord and to patreon so hint hint go look go check those out and it's just off the wall man it's freaking hilarious we got hours upon hours of just us nerding and geeking out over the dumbest shit it's freaking great marvel dc dragon ball anime in general movies in general video games in general man you'd be amazed like how the fuck are these dudes
2: (laughs) yeah yeah we always have those fun conversations on uh, on discord as well so
0: most deaf, all those on discord our patrons on discord we freaking love you guys because you guys feed into the geek and we're just like nerding out the entire time (laughs) exactly Oh guys, I had a I had a blast, and Shoreline, it's freaking it's amazing having you back, man. I'm telling you, these many yeah, months it's about good to hear your voice. These yeah, many man. months about you, it's just wrong.
2: I know it's uh you know this winter, this winter I've got some downtime. Uh, the summer through, uh, actually most of the fall, even uh, it's uh it's been kind of a wild ride. Uh, events are back in full swing, but. You know, some techs aren't aren't around anymore or left the industry, and so it's left me with a lot of work, especially working for. I think I'm up to like five companies now. So sure, um, yeah. Uh, but uh, December and January are pretty pretty dead right now. So unless that changes, hopefully you guys will get me for the next couple, the next month or two. Man,
1: maybe we should schedule something in January where we all get together. We we'll have to we we'll have to synchronize our schedule. Synchronize. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You sound like a plan. It's
0: a grand plan. It must be.
2: <laughs> exactly. Cool. All right. Well, uh, without further ado, uh, congratulations guys on 25,000. And thank you, all of you listeners for us reaching 25,000. And uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your day and uh, have a great holiday.
0: Right. Until next time, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye everyone.